This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Factor. If you want to eat better this year and are looking for fast, healthy, restaurant-quality meals that are ready to eat and easy on your budget, Factor is the perfect solution. Sign and save right now by going to factormeals.com forward slash talk TV 50 and use code talk TV 50 to get 50% off your order. That's code talk TV 50 at factormeals.com forward slash talk TV 50 to get 50% off. This is Larry Storch and you are listening to TV Confidential. There, what do you say to that? Max, I don't think I'm going to do that. What are you talking about? You're not going to do that. There are chaos agents all over the grounds. They're liable to find us any minute. Come on. Well, Max, I just don't think that's a very good thing for me to do. Nine, will you please stop arguing with me? Come on. Max, I didn't want to say anything about this before, but I went to see a doctor today. 99, you're not sick, are you? Oh, no, Max. In fact, the doctor says I've never been in better physical condition. Good. Let's get over that wall. I'm going to have a baby, Max. A baby? Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. And very happy to bring you part two of a conversation that began last week with Barbara Feldon. Barbara Feldon, the actress known around the world as Agent 99 on Get Smart. Barbara's new book, Getting Smarter, is a memoir of her life and marriage with Lucienne Verdu, a charming European who opened Barbara up to a life of adventure at a time in her life when she was looking for adventure, but who also turned out to be not quite the man that he presented himself to be. Getting Smarter also includes a host of memories of Barbara's years starring on Get Smart, as well as anecdotes and fond remembrances of some of her other movie and TV roles with such co-stars as George C. Scott, Larry Hagman, David Niven, Dick Van Dyke, David McCallum, Dean Martin, Colleen Dewhurst, Kim Hunter, and Tammy Grind. Both of Barbara's books, Getting Smarter, A Memoir, and Living Alone, and Loving It, available Amazon.com, other online retailers, as well as BarbaraFeldon.com. We may have touched on this early in our conversation, Barbara, but in a way, your second book, Getting Smarter, is a prequel to your first book, Living Alone and Loving It. Meaning, having read your first book, some of the things you talk about in the second book, you know, cement themselves even more. Oh, that's nice to hear. Um, Actually, I've, I've thought so much about this lately, about how, what themes people have and we usually, we have one or two themes. <laughs> and um, I've been writing essays, and, and I've been thinking that I need a new theme for every essay, and then I realized that, no, I mean, writers who I have read over time, they usually, it's they write the same, they are the same person. They write the same thing over and over again in another way. Yeah, but... But that's not, it's not quite, uh, I almost said the word branding. It's not branding, but it's part of your identity as as, as a writer. It, it is the one or two thing. I mean, Car- Carl Reiner would call it your piece of ground. Oh, wow. What a lovely way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a friend, I, mean, I learned that from a friend of mine who knew him and who worked with him for a time, him and Rob, and... It, it, it says it all, and if we're lucky, we find that one thing that makes us different than anybody else. And if you're an artist, we find that one thing that makes our stamp on whether it's writing 
or sculpture or painting different than anybody else. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's who we are. Yeah. And we're lucky if we can touch who we are because we're so encumbered with everything that's been hung on us about who we should be. And Do you write, Ed? I do. When I don't do my show, I write and edit books on behalf of other people, although I have released five or six books under my own name. So I do go. Oh. I do ghost writing and do and, and ghost editing, and I've ghosted about. Uh, I'm thinking of about seven or eight memoirs. I'm I'm always drawn to what comprises the story arc of each of our lives because we all have one, whether we realize it or not. Yeah, and how interesting for you because then you are kind of a sculpture, a sculptor sculpting somebody else's life yeah. as presented to you, and you can find you can find the form in it, like Michelangelo getting rid of all of the marble around what was inside, which is his sculpture. Yeah, and, and for me, I don't know if you've ever crossed paths with Bo Swenson, the actor, but... Yeah. Years ago, he did, he, he did my program, and I'm talking to him just as I'm talking to you. And when, when he learned that I ghostwrite for people, he was fascinated by that, and he kept asking, why do you do this? And for the first time in, the, in, in, in talking to him, I realized that for, for me, the, the joy I get from helping other people is being the conduit to help them tell a story that otherwise they would not have the time or means or capability to do themselves. Yeah. No, and you and you get their story out. Yes. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Although I like your I like I like your metaphor of sculpting better. <laughs> Especially the part about Michelangelo. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Both of Barbara's books, Getting Smarter, A Memoir and Living Alone. And Loving It, available Amazon.com, other online retailers, as well as BarbaraFeldon.com. We have a couple of email questions for you, Barbara. One is from Tom. Uh, Tom is one of our TV Confidential Confidant subscribers. Uh, and one of the benefits of being a subscriber is, is you get to know who we're talking to in advance. You get a chance to talk to Barbara Felton on the air. Tom asks, uh, Ed, please ask Barbara, what what was it like to work on The Man from UNCLE with Robert Vaughn and David McCallum? And what was it like working with Dick Van Dyke in Fitzwilly? Okay, first, David McCallum, a dreamy. <laughs> Basically, I, it was one of the first television shows I did. And I, I, was, I was such a fan of the show, and I couldn't believe that I was actually being the guest on that show. And um, I didn't have many scenes with David, but there was something about him that just really got to women. Uh, maybe it was his accent, <laughs> you know, my weakness. Uh, he was, uh, to me, just extraordinarily handsome and, uh, and had a kind of mystery to him. And uh, and I don't think we had a conversation or anything on the show, um, but it was just it was wonderful being part of it, and um, yeah, I, it, it is a very fond memory of mine. Um, and and plus, you wore your glasses in most of the episode, and that's that that is sexy. 
Ah, really? I'll wear them more often. <laughs> it's a little after the fact. Um, well, uh, Dick Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. Um, Dick Van Dyke is one of the more decent people. I mean, I don't think anyone has ever heard a hint of anything except decency and and niceness about him. And um, the, the movie was done very quickly. Uh, so there was not, you know, there wasn't much socializing. I, uh, I just remember it. He was, he was just so nice, and uh, I doubt if we really had many conversations because, you know, once they said come on the set, they shot the shot and went on to the next, and he had a much bigger role than I did. So um, there wasn't a chance to really get to know him. But the funny thing is, uh, and I think a lot of people would agree with me, you get in a very short time, maybe in a matter of minutes or even less, you get a view of someone. You get a kind of, I'm not fond of the word vibe, Mm -hmm. but get something coming from them, something emanating from them that is them. And it's as though you get the whole picture at once, that you don't need to know the details of, you know, why they made this invention or what they're like with their wife or anything. You get, you get the essence of the person. Like what you were, uh, you know, before we started uh, recording the show, you were talking about uh, 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 ghostwriting. Mm-hmm. And how you find the essence of the person, mm-hmm. and you be you're able to get that in in the work the way the person themselves couldn't possibly do it because you can't you can't view yourself the way another person can. And to go back to to um, Fitzwilly, uh, he was just uh, from the minute I met him, likable. Just so likable. You mentioned that you didn't have a lot of time to socialize with them because it was a tight schedule. You had to work quickly and you had to do what you were hired to do to begin with. But in, in a way, just going back to what you just said about you, you got a good sense of the essence of Dick Van Dyke as a result of your experience working with them. That's true. That's true for any movie. That's true for any a television series, whether you star or co-star on it, or whether you're a guest star on it, that's that's true for any stage production you're a part of, Barbara, as, as an actress. The lead person sets the tone for the entire production, and that's how you get to know the essence of that person, regardless of whether you have uh, lunch with them in between shooting. Yeah, just being around, uh, around any individual, uh, you get the story. You, you, you don't have to have a deep conversation to get it. Uh, Barbara Felton, uh, Agent 99 on Get Smart, also the author of Getting Smarter, her brand new me- uh, memoir available, barbarafelden.com as well as amazon.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One more item if you're like me and want to eat better this year. Our friends at Factor have more than 35 inexpensive, pre-prepared, ready-to-heat and ready-to-eat, chef-crafted, restaurant-quality, and dietitian approved meals that will make eating better every day fun and delicious and your weekly meal planning a whole lot easier with no prepping, no cooking, and no cleanup necessary. Check out that stuff by going to factormeals.com forward slash talk. 
TV50. If you go to factormeals.com forward slash talk TV50, you'll find more than 35 different options a week to choose from that are ready to eat and, best of all, less expensive than takeout. Sign and save right now by going to factormeals.com forward slash talk TV50 and use code talk TV50 to get 50% off your order. Factormeals.com forward slash talk TV50. Use promo code talk TV50 to get 50% off your order. That's code talk TV50 at factormeals.com forward slash talk TV50 to get 50% off. Hi, this is Julie Newmore and you are listening to TV Confidential. We have another email question for you, Barbara. This is from David. David is listening to us in Brandon, Florida. Please ask Barbara about her guest appearances on Cheers and Matt about you, what memory she has of working on the, with the cast of, 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 of both of those shows. Uh, I, okay, how lucky to be in Florida right now. Looking <laughs> <laughs> at the now drying street outside my window, it's been raining. Mm-hmm. Um, mad about you, okay, mad about you. Oh gosh, you know, the funny thing is, uh, I did Mad About You mm, after I, my main career was, you know, had wound down. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then you're, you know, once you're not working, like on a series or not, you know, not doing so many appearances and you have a lot of time on your hands, you realize that you you have to create your life every day, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're hired to do a show like that for a week, I thought of it as a vacation because I didn't have to do my life, create my life. All I had to do was, like, go on vacation and just learn my lines and uh, have no responsibility. And so I remember thinking that when I was doing the show. They were so nice to me. Both of those actors are so gifted, and I was so impressed with both of them. And they couldn't have been lovelier. Uh, but, you know, you're shooting for a few days, mm-hmm. and, you know, and that's it. And and what was the other show? Cheers. Shows? Oh, Cheers. Oh, there was another thing. They were lovely, everybody. And I appreciate that because when people would come on Get Smart as a guest, and you've been, you know, doing this thing for years. Mm-hmm. And uh, all you want to do is get to your dressing room so you don't want to hang out on the set and chat. Um, doing a um, three-camera three show where you have an audience, it's not as exhausting and wearing as 13-hour days, you know, doing a shot here and there and waiting for the lighting to be done and that kind of thing. So there's much more uh, on the set. And... Yeah, it was it was just charming. Yeah, you get the immediate reaction as you would when uh, as a stage actor, you you get the immediate reaction of the audience, and the audience the, the audience tells you whether a joke is working or not, or whether a line is working or not. Whereas when you're filming a sitcom or filming anything, you you don't know how the audience is going to react to it for several months later when the episode airs or the film is released. Yeah, you don't have a sense of audience. Uh, what you have is the camera and a few, you know, a few crew mm-hmm. around and the director and I uh, and day after day. And so the audience is an abstract. You know, you're you're not. There's no adrenaline rush. 
uh, when you're doing a camera with an audience, it is, as you say, much more like doing a play. And uh, there is the excitement of the audience who becomes another character, really. They're responding to you as you're responding to everybody and them. Um, uh, uh, Ted Danson, by the way, was just charming, just a, just a, a lovely, lovely guy, and so it was. It was a terrific experience. You were talking. Uh, you mentioned the word waiting, which is uh, which is a which is a big part of your life if if you work on a series because you may be called to the set at eight o'clock in the morning and you have to go get get there earlier for hair and makeup and so forth. But uh, you need to be there ready for when they need you at 1245 or whenever, you know. And uh, so there's a lot of waiting in besides the actual time in front of the camera. And your description of that, Barbara, it reminds me of what Robert Reed Parker once told me about uh, being on a set. Because uh, sometimes he was on the set of Spencer for Hire, the series, or some of the Spencer movies. And he said, yeah. be- being on a set was fun for about 10 minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you want to put a gun to your head. Yes, exactly. You know, but uh, uh, but anyway, I just I, I got a kick out of sharing that. I, ha- I had wanted to uh, take the reader on a day starting at 630 in the morning, a typical day doing a television series. And I say in that, that after the first shot. Um, then your your main job begins, which is waiting and all of the calories you consume, <laughs> warding off boredom. <laughs> and um, but the acting part of it is the highlight because it is, especially acting with Don Adams, uh, with his energy and just that was a, a lovely, lovely adventure and very energizing and 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 barbara talks about working with don adams and ed platt and bernie Coppell and uh bert nodella and jay sandridge and and buck henry buck henry uh all all, all the all the people who brought us get smart along with barbara felton Bar, uh, barbara's new memoir getting smart available bookstores everywhere as well as Amazon.com. I have the DVD collection you did for Time Life. The audio commentaries you do with Buck, they're like, I mean, to me, that's the argument for, for getting a DVD set, period, because you don't, th- those are the Easter eggs. Those are what makes the, those, those are what makes that package special. You don't get it if you, if, I mean, and while it's fun to be able to stream, get smart, whatever you want to on, on whatever the platforms, it's the extras you provide in that box set. It's one of the best box sets ever, and and, and and the gold that you and Buck give in particular, and you're, you guys talk throughout a lot of episodes. It's 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 marvelous. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I, I think they did a beautiful job on, on that, and um, yeah, people like to be taken behind the scenes. And Barbara will take us a little bit behind the scenes of Get Smart. We come back, Barbara Felden. The actress known around the world as Agent 99 on Get Smart and the author of Getting Smarter, a memoir. We'll talk some more. Barbara Felden, welcome back here on TV Confidential. Uh, Valerie, I was just telling Paul how beautiful I think your hair is. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, you could do one of those hair commercials on television. Really? Do you think so? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Would you like a drink? Thanks, I'd like that. What would you like? Oh, I don't care. Um, <laughs> be creative. <laughs> one creative for Valerie. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, 
have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.